Well, today is pleasant. It's amazing today. I know. <laughs> you were here. I mean, were you here like when it was super, super, super hot earlier this summer? The, yeah, the hottest. Pegged at 120. Yeah. That's really hot. Did you have like ice packs on your head? Unprepared. 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 When I came in at like, I came in on that Friday at like four or something, and by like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, he was like loopy. I was like, you're just, you're, you're done. Like you got. <laughs> You're not making sense. You're <laughs> Dedicated to your craft, though. <laughs> I know I don't belong here, but where else can I go? When every door I knock on just seems to tell me no. And I was thrown a curveball and right across the plate. And when I'm up to bat, you know. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of What We Will Abide. My wife is a very smart person, and she suggested that I go down to Telus 360 and interview Aaron Schramm and Zach Miller, who are the proprietors of Tacos del Sol, which is a taco stand on the roof of Telus 360 downtown in the city of Lancaster. Zach and Aaron used to work at the fridge also in Lancaster, but then left the city and the country in 2016, following the presidential election in November of that year. Many people I know, and perhaps many people you know, said after that election, on November 9th, 2016, that they were going to leave the country. Aaron and Zach actually followed through on the threat and moved to New Zealand, where they lived for a little over two years before returning earlier this spring. They now own and run Tacos del Sol, which is on the roof of Telus 360 on King Street in Lancaster, PA. I went to chat with them one afternoon about their choice to leave the country, and their choice to return. One thing to note about this episode, since Tacos del Sol is on the roof and is an open-air taco stand, you will hear some wind noise. I apologize deeply for any inconvenience this causes in your audio experience. So where, where are we standing right now? In our 10 by 10 foot taco stand on the roof of Telus 360. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. My name is Aaron Schramm. Born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, left, but now I'm back. Is this home? This is, this is home. You hesitated. <laughs> no, it is. It's home. This is home. My parents live here. Zach and I were both at the fridge for six years. I, I was I hired about a month before him. And then um, when we opened and... Um, the realization that the like want and the demand for food was greater than what was expected. They hired Zach to kind of help out and People then take want over. People food to go with their beer. Yeah, they didn't realize it at first. <laughs> Are you a chef by not? trade? Chef by trade, uh, classically trained. Uh, out How did the two of you meet? We met in spring of two thousand eight. And the restaurant at the time was understaffed for the lots amount of, of people that came in. Lots of yelling at each other. We, we, we Perfect way to meet. Seeing each other at your worst already. Yeah. How could it possibly get any worse? So right. you figured, let's just marry this person. Yeah. Pretty much. There was kind of, yeah, there was that, that spark right off the bat. November 9th, 2016. Yep. 
So, something changed. What changed? The whole um, environment in the United States was not very friendly. It was it was pretty sad and scary to see families fighting with each other at dinner or <laughs> pre-Trump. Well, just during the election. During season. the election. Yeah, during the election season. And then. Did you have this personal experience, family infighting? With I did. Family members. I did about the election. Yes. So this so this yeah. was in the works for a while. You're feeling alienated. Yeah, I didn't like what this was showing my kids. Okay. I didn't I didn't like that. And How many kids do you have? Three kids. Um, and election night, Zach said, promise me if he wins, we're out of here. You said that. That's something you actually said. That's something I actually said. This is my contingency plan. Yeah. If this shit goes down, we're out. Yeah, I think I had said the same thing back in 2000. <laughs> I said, oh shit. It looks like we're, <laughs> it looks like we're leaving. And what did you say? I said, all right, let's pick, let's find out, pick a place where we're going. It was that simple? Yeah. Like a... Yeah, prior to that, didn't have like a, a long list of places to go. What was the process from there? There was apparently a lot of people looking to get visas for Canada and New Zealand the really? day after the election. No, when we started looking, you a, have a lot of small people, children. A lot of people were also looking. Yeah, and that's I guess when we were like, what is this where we want our kids to grow up? To pick up with and start an entirely new life. You were four now. With a. Yeah. Five-year-old, a three-year-old, a two-year-old, seven, three, and two, mm-hmm. and you weren't hesitant about that. That was like, yeah, that might be a bit of a hassle. <laughs> oh, it was a gut check every day. <laughs> uh, certainly, culture shock. Um, on certain things, the work-life balance in New Zealand. What's you it like? It's so like they they don't overdo it at all, and no one will like. You have to get used to that of point of like you don't show up to work too early or stay too late how about in terms of like things that you may have been running away from here like racism and homophobia and sexism and they're everywhere yeah they're everywhere (laughs) the maori population is about 14 percent of new zealand and there is there is definitely some racism and discrimination against the maori you lived in a more urban area? We are about 25 kilometers north of Wellington, so we were in a smaller town that was about 7,500 people. Well, Zach was actually working in Wellington. Yeah, that was more affordable housing. It was, a, it was considered the... Um, That's about 16 miles for those who can't do the uh, <laughs> translation in your head. Porirua is the birthplace for the Mongol gang, the Mongol mob. So apparently, this was a dangerous area to actually live. Oh, you didn't know that going in. <laughs> so is that like the government isn't taking care of us? Um, we don't have jobs that can pay our bills, so we're going to take care of each other, kind of gang thing. Yes. Because you say the word gang in the United States, and people are like, they think of Crips and Bloods and MS-13, right. and they think of in racial terms, they never think of it as being like hey, we've been marginalized and disenfranchised, so we're actually going to take matters into our own hands. We're going to bring food to our own people. We're going to defend our own people against police officers who are violent, against a government that is pretty repressive and oppressive of us. When you say gang in the United States, people don't think of that. They think of just violence. They don't think of people taking care of their own. Right. Poverty in Wellington area? It's expensive. Um, there are homeless people on the streets, but 
for everyone to go. Is there a significant welfare state? Do they protect oh, yeah. the unemployed? Is there yep. universal health care? Is there healthcare. free education? That all that? They even they even just passed a couple months ago a domestic violence clause that if you're trying to get out of a home where there's domestic violence, yeah. you can have a couple weeks of paid vacation. What is, if there is any discernible specific attitude that you can point put your finger on among New Zealanders about Americans or about the United States or about our president? You are wincing right now. Wincing like, like you just have eaten an entire lemon. They, That's your they response. They think we're a joke. joke. I mean, anyone in the neighborhood we would talk to about it, an instant reply would be to laugh. Like, we're Americans. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> bastards. You stupid, unlucky bastards. How did you let that happen? Exactly. Like, yeah. it's your fault. Yeah. How did you let that happen? So. Not individually, but like, as a people. <laughs> Come on, guys. What's up? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're, we're people can't really think like that. What? Um, just moral decency, I suppose. When has the United States ever stood for a standard of moral decency? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he was pretty. Ra- he was pretty racist as a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least, um, At least he freed the slaves. At least he freed the slaves. We just went to Gettysburg and made him look like a saint compared to everything else that was going. On. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, so, um, but this comes to this wonderful sojourn in New Zealand comes to an end. Yeah. Why? So, I mean, one of the big things was... Because um, it hasn't gotten any better here. I don't, no. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, our now nine-year-old would do reports at school saying he wishes he could invent a teleporting machine to go see Grandma whenever he wanted. I don't assume visits were frequent. No. Right. And they weren't... My mom and was never going to New Zealand. She was never going to be able to do that. So... Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. It came down to we still felt strongly about you know raising our kids in an area where certain beliefs and values are important. Um, but then we were, on the other hand, looking okay. Well, it's also important to have them have a relationship with their grandparents and their relatives. Then we had an interview. To open a taco stand. <laughs> what does that mean? An interview to open a taco stand. How does well, that we, happen? We saw the ad on Facebook, I guess, that Telus was looking for vendors. Okay. On the roof. Not necessarily taco stand vendors. No, not necessarily taco stands. Just any kind of food vendors. Is your daughter just eating sautéed mushrooms? Yeah, she. That's how she eats when she's here. <laughs> I can't get my children to eat anything remotely vegetable. Did you see her? I, I, yeah, she's like she goes, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just have parents who own a restaurant, and then you'll eat things. Yep. <laughs> you couldn't find anything like a taco in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, South Pacific has a, not a, very a lack large of tacos. Latin population. Okay, yeah, well, so I guess that makes sense. There's a lot of foods that we, we miss quite a bit. Okay, so you figured Americans need more tacos? We, d- we, I, needed, I more we needed more tacos. <laughs> so this, this place is for it's you. Personal. It's not for <laughs> it's not for us. It's for you. You're making tacos for yourself. We needed more tacos. So we're trying to make up for two years of none. So. <laughs> so now you're back. Now you're doing the taco stand. Um, you um, 
I, by all accounts, and I've eaten the tacos, I can tell you that they are delicious. So my guess is that your business is going okay, at least. It's great. Yeah. Um, we love it. It's nice to have fresh air coming through when right. you're up here. And people that come in to tell us are awesome. Like, everyone that comes in here is happy to be here. Uh, yeah. So that, is that like a TELUS community atmosphere kind of thing? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, from their sign when you walk in that all who enter are created equal. Uh-huh. It's like, if you didn't feel that way, maybe you turn around and walk out. <laughs> I guess. So are Republicans able, allowed, is it legal for Republicans to eat your tacos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Republicans are welcome. Yeah. As long as long as they're if they voted for Trump, can they eat, can they eat your tacos? If if they're willing to have a civilized conversation, our, our tacos don't discriminate. No, great, that's great, that's good. Tacos for everybody. Yeah. I'd like to say that I've eaten tacos at at, at this place, and um, they're fantastic. Um, some of the Thank best you. tacos I've had. I had some very fancy ones. I'm trying to remember, it was the fish tacos. That's the kiwi. So that's that right. That's that, that's on our love for New Zealand that we don't want to let. It's your homage to yeah your a, your love for Jacinda Ardern yeah, and the the fish and chips. We used to get fish and chips quite a bit in New Zealand, like our neighborhood Ch- chicken lime one. The champ. Yeah, I think that's what I had. Yeah, and then a pork one that was the JJ. Yes, yeah. and it's JJ's birthday today. It should be a special So it's named You have a name for It's She Who is she JJ? Is, she is um, She's from South Korea She was Like my right hand person Okay uh, As far as uh, Daytime, nighttime Shifts at the cafe In New Zealand In Wellington uh, JJ was Became uh, a very close friend Right uh, She's from Seoul, South Korea Right Just, just outside of Seoul And uh, So the JJ The taco that's currently on the menu Is a Korean Inspired taco with the uh, house made yeah, kimchi and Korean barbecue sauce. It was excellent. And it was named in her It was excellent. And today, ha- today's so her today's her birthday. Happy yes. birthday, JJ. Happy birthday, JJ. Uh, how, how does one get a taco name for them? I'm not angling for anything here. I'm just asking for those. <laughs> you got to make an impression. So if a person were interested in suggesting a taco combo, get your name on it? they they well not necessarily to get their name on it, but like come up here and say, hey, or they could contact me, for example, yeah. and say, hey, I have an idea for a, for a taco. And then you'll have your name in lights and lights on you, our taco board. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, you may cook with me. That is a very large knife for a very small person. Yeah. But I gather you have it under control. Our family's here, our kids are up here. So, I mean, it's definitely a family business, a family affair. Right. You wanted the... You, you, there was an atmosphere that was unpleasant. You left the country. You came back to the country, hoping maybe, I guess, that it might change. It's now August, almost September of 2019. Presumably... Not presumably. There will be an election in 14 months. Certainly. And, it's, you know, what do you think is going to happen? It was nice to, to leave it. To leave it behind, right? I mean, there was a group in Wellington... The Democrats abroad, but you realize that yeah, if you're not here, then you can't be a part of the change. 
I mean, that was your thing in the beginning. You said about leaving and like we won't be able to be here to change, to help change what we want to see happen. Our current platform is tacos. Well, it's okay. And that, so, that's going to be there. Can you change the world of tacos? Yeah. One tortilla at a time. One yeah, tortilla at a time. So what is your favorite taco that people should come and totally get? The JJ. The JJ. Yeah. That's no. certainly my favorite. The, the kiwi, I think, is fantastic. But the JJ has a vegan option as well. Okay. What is the craziest concept for a taco that you have that you would like to try? Uh, Nashville hot chicken. Uh, shrimp and grits taco. Uh, Not the chorizo pineapple? Chorizo pineapple. Well, Kim, pineapple. It's kimchi pineapple. That one's going to happen. That one's going to be on. Kimchi pineapple. Who's going to come up and order that? <laughs> Adventurous people that love delicious food. Okay. That's fair. So now I'm going to interview Any your employee. So. She's going to tell all now about what it's really like behind to work the behind the scenes to work in this spacious area. Most days I work I work with Zach uh, every week prepping. And we really get along well. We share the same music tastes and have just conversation about anything and everything. So these are good people. Good people, So yes. you should come down to Taco Del Sol to get tacos. And but, meet everyone that works here. But meet the good people a, who work here. Yeah, great people. And I hope you get like at least one more customer. And I'm hoping you get somebody in here who's like, give me a pineapple and kimchi taco stat. <laughs> I'm hoping that happens. Then, that, <laughs> then that's proof that the internet works. Because I'm still not convinced. Let's change America one taco at a time. My thanks again to Zach and Aaron and their four-year-old daughter, Veda, for entertaining me in the quarters of Tagus del Sol on the roof of Telus 360 in Lancaster, PA. Please go down to Tacos del Sol to get some excellent tacos inspired by all kinds of influence from around the world, including New Zealand and South Korea. Tacos del Sol is open on Sunday from 2 to 7 p.m., Monday from 5 to 9 p.m., Thursday from 5 to 10 p.m., Friday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., and again from 5 p.m. to midnight, and Saturday from noon to midnight. It is closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Mention that you heard about Tacos del Sol on this podcast and you will probably get a high five or if you're really lucky, a hug. Tacos del Sol, their tacos are great and they're trying to change the world with every single one. Go down to Tacos del Sol, show some creativity and who knows, you might have a taco named after you. 